Hey everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a simple societal contract, a social contract, on friends' behavior. And it seems like it's lost these days. Everybody you see on Facebook talks about what a real, real friend acts like or how a real friend will treat you. And it seems that right up until you read that little useless meme on Facebook, nobody seems to know. Because up until that moment, or until that friend fucks you over, they seem to be the greatest friend you've ever had. And I think what we're 20-somethings are really missing is somebody you drink with is not necessarily a friend. Everybody's friendly when they're drunk, with a few exceptions. I'm friendly and mean. But that's me. But some people are simply, you know, you can hang out with them. But it doesn't mean that they're a dependable friend to have when shit hits the fan. And memes don't help with anything. I mean, that contract that that goes on, most people's really deep friends came from childhood, formative years. Somebody that was standing next to you when you learned some of life's first lessons. Or maybe they went to Catholic school with you. Those are people you can always depend on. They went through hell with you. It's like going to war together. But that being said, you do get on to... You got to wonder what goes into somebody who behaves like that. That doesn't understand that, okay, we've got the basis of a, a basic friendship here. Why shouldn't I honor that? Why shouldn't I do the right thing, be good to you, treat you like a friend? And it doesn't make sense. Because you'll run into people that'll... Yeah, they seem friendly, but they'll screw you over for... At work, for a job, for a boyfriend, for a girlfriend, for... Just about anything. Read an article in the paper the other day about a guy who... Is in court. His friend bought a lottery ticket. This is the claim of the lawsuit. His friend bought a lottery ticket. And then got really drunk. The friend... The other friend stole a lottery ticket from him and the next day found out the lottery ticket won. Well, it turns out that the friend who originally bought that lottery ticket played his numbers. So he knew the numbers that were on the ticket. And when he tried to find it, didn't have it, realized that the last person who knew he had that ticket was his buddy the night before. And the buddy cashed in the ticket. Well, there's no proof he paid cash. There's no security camera at the, the store. I mean, it's it's a long story, but he managed to get a lawyer to take the case, which it's a horrible thing. It's a shitty thing to do to somebody, but it's still not something you can readily prove in court. But it wasn't even a one lottery ticket when he stole it. It was just the promise of a win. So that's how little the guy's friendship meant to him. It was a $5 quick, not even a quick pick. It was a $5 lottery ticket. So that tells you what some people are worth to other people. But it also comes down to what do people identify as friends? Because while you might view somebody as a friend, doesn't mean they view you as a friend. I mean, there's a group of, I think they're Irish gypsies. And the only people that they truly treat fairly are other Irish gypsies. And if you're not, it's perfectly permissible within the morals of that society, if you're an outsider, to trick you, to lie to you, to steal from you. 
you're just an outsider. Which I get. I can understand it. Doesn't make it right, it's just how it is. But that is what leads us to today's episode, Who You Gonna Call, on today's Caffeinated Humor. sitting in Starbucks listening to a numerologist the other day who was on the phone with her friend pontificating about her life. Luckily, the friend was talking loud enough that I could hear both sides of the conversation. Now, it seems that the friend on the other side of the phone had just lost their job one morning recently. So she went over to her boyfriend's house to tell him the bad news and be comforted. Evidently, she got there just in time to catch him shagging one of the neighbors. Now, if she could only get hit by a car, it'd be the trifecta of shitty days. Now, in situations like this, I am completely sympathetic, but I use humor. Not so numerology girl. Well, he was a two and you're a seven, so it was doomed from the start. I did tell you that. Now, the only thing worse than an I told you so friend is a new age friend touting some sort of ridiculous pseudoscience in addition to the I told you so. I don't even know this woman. I've been in her presence for less than five minutes. I can't stand her. Numerology's bad enough, but she is what I call the high-maintenance friend. I mean, it's all there. The arrogant entitlement, the I'm the expert attitude, and last but not least, her cup. The side of her paper Starbucks cup read like hieroglyphics. I got no clue what she's drinking but I can count 10 separate instructions on her cup. Yes, she is that difficult. I find her very annoying. By contrast, my drink has one ingredient, water. Well, scalding hot water. I add the Via instant coffee to it and I drink it. Via is the house brand of Starbucks that has the, it's an instant coffee thing. It's a very simple recipe and it can be repeated if necessary several times in the morning, and it often is. I do prefer things simple, right up until they get complicated. Now, being a smartass when things get complicated is a very helpful thing. I once heard Dr. Oz agree with that on his show, so it's all good. Now, I never did find out what happened to the woman who lost her job and the boyfriend in the same day, and maybe that's a good thing. Because other than being a sad thing, I gotta be honest, I don't care what happens to her. And that's not called being selfish, that's called triage. I got a select group of friends in my life that I care about, and that's it. You're either blood relative or a friend. Everybody else has gotta watch their own ass. Now I'm available for their problems, no one else's. Yes, that may make me a little rude, but it also makes me an awesome friend. Now, if the sad girl on the phone had been a friend of mine, I would give a shit and I would talk to her. And God forbid she was a blood relative, I would arrange for some cruel world types I know to go over and batter the ex-boyfriend until he shits himself as a reminder that infidelity is a sin with the penalty taken out on his flesh. Old Testament style. Now before anybody contemplates rioting or burning down buildings over that line, I didn't even mention the Almighty. Moving on. The true bad guy in this whole scenario is Numerology Girl. 
She really is a waste of space and an entirely too complicated drink. Not because I think numerology is a joke, which I do, by the way, but because her role as a friend is not to chastise the friend when she's that low. It's to tell her what an awesome friend she is, what a great girl she is. Her former boss and boyfriend are assholes, and they should be getting some sort of disease that makes their balls fall off. And then taking her out for drinks. So while Numerology Girl is amusing on occasion, however rare that may be, it still makes me the one to call when shit hits the fan. Time for coffee. Hope you liked today's episode. I know I did. Do me a favor. If you liked it, even if you didn't, listen to more episodes. Put it on the background. Let it play like white noise. Just something to help you sleep at night. Anything. I need you to listen. Share it if you can. Support it if you can. Thank you. Have a great day.